0: Hello from your new friend in the house, Rochelle Potkar. Today, from my breezy quarantine veranda, I bring to you a very short story, Fanny, written somewhere in 2011. Fanny was at the art class when I called on her mother, May. When I called on her mother next, To lessen some of my dready insurance papers and earn that little commission that was long in the coming, Fanny was at the dance class. This time they said it was Bharatnatyam. Why this time? I inquired. Was there a last time also? I pushed the papers and forms across their dining table. The forms had such small print, it would take May an additional pair of high-indexed lensed glasses to squeeze the capital alphabets of her name and details, medical history and address into those boxes. Oh yes, the last time she learned Bollywood numbers, cha-cha-cha and kattak-style dancing. Is she becoming an actress? I rolled my eyes in mock delight. I had by now learned how to entertain my clients and potential clients. Talk sweet, talk nice, pet their pets, bring chocolates, bring a free book, a rose, a bookmark or at least have the most ambitious questions for their children. Always. This time though, it was for the sake of curiosity. Actress, May Gufford. No, no. Tomorrow she will want to bungee jump or go skiing or parasailing for all I know. A talented kidder eh, wants to do a lot. May put on her glasses and squinted to read the fine print on the insurance form that was so fine as if it was created for defaulting and penalties. She impressed her details into the fine boxes as I felt sorry for her efforts but got busy calculating the commission ringing into my bank account. ''My daughter has a disease,'' said May. "She's like the child who once her mouth is open can swallow the whole world into it.'' Pretty unstoppable. ''You should see the lists in her diaries, the do-to, sorry, the to-do lists and some checklists and what not. They run into pages.'' I nodded in delight with a jubilant smile, so used to by now listening to my clients bragging about their children's teeny-weeny achievements as if it was a trip to the moon or a national award nomination. It filled up their worlds and it filled up my ears. You must be a proud mother. I tapped the table twice and neatly filed away the insurance papers in a translucent file, beating a path to my exit. My next trip would be six months later. By then, this fanny baby would probably be flying a plane, I supposed. Six months seems a very long time sometimes. I had the fortune of running into many clients, visiting their homes, listening to their many happy and sorrowful stories. By the time I visited May and Jason, I had to jog my mind on the fanny file. Ah yes, she was still not at home, this time in Europe on a student exchange program, Prague, then Germany. How did she do that? I looked around at their bare middle class home. From where did the money, where did you find finances? Did you borrow from a bank? Maybe you need some travel insurance. Do I check for foreign insurance? May smiled and nodded at Jason, then at me. Hardly, hardly any money. She had her savings. And she had this plan a long time ago of going to Europe. She participated in a model walk for salwar kameezes and sarees, some small brand. Then she took tuitions at home and also at students' houses, teaching maths, science, English. She collected enough. Then the exchange program hardly required such money. Only the air ticket. You have to stay in each other's house, no? I looked around. So, where is the exchanged youngster? Here somewhere? Ah, he will be coming in next week. And Fanny said there is nothing to worry. Just keep good food and a neat bed ready. Just clean the house. I forgot my bunch of phrases this time. I had no words. How old is Fanny? Ah, in the ninth standard. I hope I get to see her the next time. We hope to, said her father Jason. I didn't meet the D'Souza's for a long time again. Their policy would mature only in another five years. It sat and grew in the insurance pool as I grew my clients' list, using my learned and practiced honey tongue, my sugar-sweet politeness. Praise could work wonders. Listening was the best skill. What I couldn't remember Names of children, pets, dogs, cats, husbands, wives, old mothers and fathers ailments, cancer, Alzheimer's, hip fractures, femur bone replacements, out-of-caste marriages, out-of-body experiences, I noted in her diary and revised before I rang those clients doorbells. Five years later, I wanted to meet the D'Souza's myself. I had a man Friday, Vinay Bhau, by then to do my lowly grassroot work. It would have been his job to get the papers redeemed through the money-back check to me. But I said I would do it. Off I fled to the D'Souza's house. Surely I would be lucky today. I would finally get to meet Fanny. See her for the first time, not through her photographs. See, I didn't even have to sift and shuffle through my diary notes to remember her name. So, where is your girl? I'm dying to meet her. This time, my anticipation was genuine, my joy real. I really wanted to meet this young girl, not young thing, not chit, not offspring. Fanny, Fanny D'Souza. She is in the U.S., working in the what they call that, huh? The Silicon Valley, said me. Jason produced a picture of Fanny sitting bespectacled, smiling hugely into the frame of the photo, a blurry office filled with computers and cabins in the background. When does she ever come home? When is she ever home? With you people? I had touched a raw nerve. I had turned unprofessional, personal. May wiped her wet eyes with a swift brush of her fingers. She has never really been with us, our daughter, except maybe in the first years of her growing. There was always a strange thing about her. She couldn't sit still. She could never stay. From the time she was little, she would go to her friend's house or hang out with them after school. I was working then in a watch company. As she grew up, her school hours increased, her tuition classes increased, Her extracurricular sports and dance activities increased. No child did as much as her. She was unstoppable. Even at 8, she would come home only at 10 or 11 at night. From school to tuitions, drawing classes, guitar practice, karate, dance, said Jason. Also calligraphy, said me. Ah, yes, said Jason. We had been very annoyed with her, if you are thinking. Scolded her, threatened to stop those extra classes. (laughs) But May said, she was always so good with her marks. She hardly ever fell ill. Even if she did, she would still attend those classes. She ate her meals well. She listened to us. Never really fought or back answered. She was never there as much, I said in my second bout of unprofessionalism. Where was my etiquette evaporating? May shrugged. By now her eyes were dry. Only her face was flushed. Sometimes you give birth to something you don't know what it is. He thought it would be a normal family. Life happens and you have to be open to it, said Jason. And this wasn't the first time he was saying it. I was certain of that. You know, you have to know your role in this this small world. We are only mediums, the good God says. And things happen. They happen all the time. We have to be open. We love her anyways. She is different, but she is our daughter. She will come home for Christmas for two days, May said. For two hours. Wasn't she saying she wants to make a quick overnight trip to Goa for some rave party? asked Jason. May stared at him in mild bewilderment. All right, we will make do with a quick lunch. Poke roast, chicken sorpotel, and her favorite sannas, okay? said May. My tongue rolled frozen into the practice pitch of a new medical policy launched three days ago that I had intended to sell to them. That would have been an irrelevant solution. I excused myself and quietly walked away. So then friends, until next week. If you happen to read my latest book Bombay Hangovers, don't shy away from dropping a few lines of your review on Goodreads or Amazon. It just got a recent review in Calix Magazine USA calling it a people-watching, hidden gem-spotting, time-traveling city tour. A collection that is a depiction of realism, tender yet hard-hitting, familiar yet curious. So see you!